Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa. Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel, Assemblies of God. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. Send the light with supernatural speed. We are unstoppable. It is testimony time. Let's celebrate Jesus, the owner and the builder of the church, and appreciate our father and mother, our first testifier. Sister Jane says, neck and back pains supernaturally healed. She says, for about a week, I suffered excruciating neck and back pains, which caused me so much discomfort because I could not turn my neck. Since I'm a nurse, I tried several medical ways to relieve the pains, but nothing worked. So on the Saturday, the 30th of September, 2023, I came with the pains to the breakfast meeting. After Daddy finished ministering during the service, he declared healing, prayed for the sick, and asked that we do what we could not do before coming to the service. To my amazement, when I tried turning my neck, I could feel no pains whatsoever, and it was absolutely easy. The pain at my back had also completely disappeared. God truly is a miracle worker. Thank you, Jesus, for this supernatural touch. Let's put our hands together and thank God. Brother Samson says supernatural healing through prayer. On Thursday, the 28th of September, 2023, I felt sick, so I took in some medication. However, when I woke up the following day, I still did not feel any better, so I could not even go to work. On the morning of the breakfast meeting, I contemplated on whether or not to attend, but by the grace of God, I eventually came. During the service, Daddy asked us to place our hands wherever we were feeling pains, and in faith, I did. While he prayed, I felt something leave my body, and instantly, I got healed. The general body weakness and feeling of sickness disappeared completely. Praise be to the Lord. Celebrate the Lord with a better clap. Sister Elizabeth, she says, malfunctioning keyboard supernaturally corrected through the anointing oil. She says, I have a laptop, but number one on the keypad is not working. While doing my project work in my room in the second week of November, I had to type the number one. As I sat, the Holy Spirit asked me what my anointing oil, which Daddy had prayed over, was doing in my room. So I took a step of faith, dipped a finger in it, and said that since the Holy Spirit spoke to me, it means the power of God was in it and was ready to manifest. I applied a little of the I applied a little on the key, and I believed that the power of God in it had taken effect. As the essay progressed, I had to type the number 11. And people of God, it worked. And it has been working ever since then till now. There is power in our kingdom mysteries. And I thank God for using his servant to show me glory be to God. Once again, put your hands together and thank the Lord. Sister Mabel testifies of supernatural encounter brings deliverance. She says on the 28th of September, 2023, I had a dream in which someone shot me in the head and everything in my head came out. 
I remembered Reverend Dr. Kojo Bempe's teaching that there is a place in heaven with new body parts. So I prayed in the dream and asked God to give me a new head. And truly, I saw some people take off the damaged head and fix a new one in the dream. God bless you. The Lord then said to me that had it not been for the new head, I would have woken up with a headache so severe that it would have killed me. I know God has used this encounter to deliver me from any impending doom. And I give him all the glory for that. I also thank him for his servant who teaches us the kingdom way to find solutions in time of trouble. Praise the Lord. Our final testimony to be read before we take our life is from Sister Pamela. And she says, faith declarations causes the divine provision of an iPhone 15 Pro Max. Hallelujah. She says, on Thursday, the 16th of November, 2023, I met with a client whom I was to sign on as a retainer. Before leaving home, I declared in faith that I will not return empty-handed and I shall receive an expensive gift for free, as Daddy has been declaring. When we met, he signed the documents and asked me to escort him to his office so he could send an email. People of God, even before he sent the email, he handed me an iPhone 15 Pro Max. He told me that he did not know why he gave me the phone. A voice just told him to do so. Immediately he entered. Tonight, a voice will speak in your favor. He says because the phone had been in his bag for long while he was looking for someone to give it to. Hallelujah. Our words are indeed very powerful. And I thank God for the teachings of our father on the faith talk. Thank you, Jesus. Put your hands together. We want to welcome Brother Emmanuel. He testifies of supernatural deliverance from motor accidents. Please encourage him with a clap. Send the light with supernatural speed. Help me thank Jesus, the owner and builder of this church. And also help me thank the bishop and mommy for giving me this opportunity to share my testimony. I want to start off by saying that it is a great thing to serve the Lord. So, last week Friday, on the 5th of January, I was driving on my way to church. And just after I used the runabout, the VIP runabout, I came into a traffic jam. And in less than a minute, all I could hear was crack, 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 crack. <laughs> and the car, the car behind me eventually hit my back of, the, of my car. People were screaming, shouting, coming out. I just came out of my car and I looked behind me to the saddest of my surprise. I saw a super truck container who had lost balance and crashed into the cars behind me and to the glory of God I was delivered I'm here to testify of this deliverance thank you let's celebrate the Lord Jesus once again and know that before we end this meeting you shall have your own testimony God bless you
shame the devil. So, yes. We are going to close as early as 4 o'clock. Life. <laughs> Five. <laughs>
Congratulate somebody for coming for the watch night. Congratulate three people that now I know that you are a prayer champion. Yes. I went back to supervise to see what is happening there. Even though some people were trying to catch some visions, but everything is going to be all right. Congratulate your friend. God bless you for coming, leaving the night. Take your seat for a few minutes. Anyone who couldn't come to this watch night doesn't want to pray. Because even if you work at Jubilee House, by now they have closed. Every holy healer is supposed to be in this watch night. And those of you who are watching from the house, you'll be deceived because at this time watching from house, very close to your bed, or sleep be sleep. Now, we want to look at why we have gathered. And I want to encourage you before we zoom into prayer. The first thing we want to understand is that the altar of prayer is the altar of transformation. You don't pray, you can't be transformed. Your life cannot be transformed. Your business cannot be transformed. The church cannot be transformed. Luke 9, 28 and 35. Jesus took his disciples to the mountain. And the Bible said, as they prayed, came to pass about eight days after these days, he took Peter and John and James, went up into the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glittering. He changed. Why? Prayer does not only change things, it changes people. So tonight, two major things are going to happen in your life. There will be a change in your environment and personally, there will be a change in your physical life. Exodus 34, 27 and 35. Moses went up to the mountain. Moses went up to the mountain. Exodus 34, 27. And we discover that as he stayed there for long, as he stayed there for long, verse 28, and he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights, he did not eat anything. And that is where God spoke mysteries. By the time Moses came down, if you read up to 35, this is just a chart, so I don't have time to read the scriptures. So, Exodus 34, 27 to 35. Let's go to 35. The man was so changed. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of his face shone. And Moses put a veil in his face. 
until he went to speak with them. His physical body was even transformed. So probably when they are sleeping, demons will be jumping and crossing over their body. No power. A man came from the prayer altar and human beings couldn't see his face. That's why the devil won't let us pray. He will let us be busy and jocoting about with things that have no impact. The altar of prayer is the altar of transformation. So this 21 days of prayer is not only changing the church, bringing church growth, it's changing many things in your life, including your finances. Somebody shout amen. amen. Now let's look at the first example, Jacob. Jacob the prayer warrior will not let God go on the prayer altar. He said, I won't let you go. So tonight, what are you going to do? You feel like you are sleeping, roll on the floor. You feel like you are sleeping, go look for water, scratch your own face. You cannot afford to miss tonight's encounter. Because I know some of you, even though we started at 12 midnight, you still didn't sleep. Just a little talk, just a little eat, just a little talk, like that. Ah. So you need to adopt strategy to stay. And Jacob returned with a change of name. Tonight, someone will return with a change of name. Someone will leave this all night and jump from a one bedroom into a fully furnished apartment. Genesis 32, 24 to 32. 24 to 32. Uh, it was a watch night prayer. He was alone. He wasn't even with many people like that. Today, by the grace of God, we have instruments. When you are praying, your brother is beside you. When your battery goes down, you look at the way somebody is charging. You connect your battery and you charge. Jacob was alone. The whole night. So if we catch you sleeping, tonight I give you permission, any sleeping giant around you, hold the person and move the person around. When we used to go for prayer, that's why we look at the girls who are sleeping and then we hook to them. And you see a human being coming and he's holding a trailer behind. Shaba, brakata, labataka. Because by all means, your life must be transformed into nice prayer meeting. How many need transformation? The prayer order. And one thing you don't know that, especially this year, the devil has targeted Ghana. I like, I'm talking to a prophet and I say, man of God, do you know that the atmosphere is filled war warriors? I say, I know, I feel it. We need to pray for the will of God to be done. So, Jacob the prayer warrior prayed and he returned with a change of name. Someone will return with a change of name tonight. Moses the mighty warrior. Exodus 34, 27 to 35. A man of prayer. Praying for the salvation of souls. He was literally transfigured on the altar. And what happened? This man's body was so affected with the prayer power that the body refused to rest. Now, people say that, you see, Moses, his body was so much transformed that if God has not killed him, he couldn't have died. Now, when you read Deuteronomy 34, 7, the Bible said he was 120 years old. His eye will not go dim. His natural force was unabated. So God said, hey, Moses, come here. He said, what is the matter? Go to the mountain and die. Lay down and die. 
He has been so much infused with divinity that the body was antibacterialized, antivirusized. Nobody could kill Moses. Eating a check every day does not empower a man's body. So I don't care how tired you are. Stay on the prayer altar. Prayer is the life wire of Christianity. We lose prayer, our life is gone. I don't know how many of you can hold your phone for one week without charging. And some of you, in fact, everywhere you go, you look for a place to charge, even if your phone is not there. Some will charge and charge and forget the phone and somebody will come and steal the phone away. You always want to charge your phone. Why are you not charging your spiritual life? Tonight, I command you to charge your spiritual life, to charge your financial life, to charge your physical body, to charge your business life. Every part of your life is charged at the prayer altar. My God. The next person we see, Daniel, apostle, a man of consistent prayer. I call him the prayer machine. Daniel prayed three times a day, Daniel 16. Daniel, they said nobody should pray. Ah, yeah, 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 the man opened. He said, this is my life. I cannot live without prayer. He opened the window and blasted prayer. They arrested him. What they didn't know was that when you pray, you put on angelic body. They arrested the man of prayer, put him in the den of angels. He became invincible and impregnable to lion attack. He became invincible. The lions couldn't locate Daniel, my God. Because his body has saved. I just told you two people right now. On the prayer altar, it's not your circumstance that only changes. Even your physical body, my God. It changes. Your physical body, Daniel became invincible. Tonight, wherever demons are looking for you, wherever witches are looking for you, wherever necromancers are looking for you, you will not appear in the mirror. Instead of seeing you, they will see themselves and chuckle themselves and they throw by fire. Prayer makes mortal men invincible. Mortal men invincible. Many years ago, they sent some uh, ritualists to go and attack the man of God, Benson in the Hosa. As they went and the man was praying, they said, we saw him. We saw him in blood, covered with blood. They sent another group to go and attack Papa Oedipo. They saw him covered with tongues and you cannot penetrate. Today, may you be covered with some form of Holy Ghost fire crowd that wherever they are looking for you or your family members, they will not find you. May you become invincible. You will be invincible to poverty. You'll be invisible to failure. You'll be invisible to witches. You'll be invisible to failure. Invisible means when failure is looking for you, they won't find you. When sickness is looking for you. So, when we start the prayer, press with this understanding, I am becoming invisible to witches. I don't know who they have sent after you. But good news, when they come, they won't find you. My God. Because you see, on the mountain, the Bible said a cloud covered them. They were transfigured. At the point, the disciples couldn't see Jesus. Until the cloud lifted. And then they saw three men. They've been talking to him for a long time. They were physically transfigured. The prayer altar is the altar of transformation. That's what I'm teaching. You want to be transformed? 
Get to the prayer altar. Get to the prayer altar. Daniel enjoyed divine protection and divine immunity. Daniel 6, 19 to 23. Then finally, Apostle Paul. The apostle of prayer, a soul winner, a church planter, Aya. He was praying for church growth. He was a man who taught church growth, church planting. He was a church growth and a church planting specialist. Paul lived in prayer. How do I know? He said, in everything by prayer. Philippians 4 says, in everything by prayer. You are going to the saloon by prayer. You want to give back by prayer. You are going for interview by prayer. You want to sleep a little by prayer. In everything by prayer. And he also continued to say, 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. He demonstrated dominion. Now look at the effect. Paul demonstrated dominion over poison. A snake beat him. He couldn't die. He demonstrated dominion over shipwreck. He said, I went through many, many, many high sea shipwrecks. The man continued to live. He demonstrated dominion over rod beating. They used rod to beat him like a thief. The man refused to die. And he overcame death many times. Death. Some people, any little thing touches them, they are there. Yeah. He overcame death many times. This year, you will escape poison. You will escape shipwreck. You will escape accident. You will escape food poisoning. And you will escape death many times. Somebody shout amen. It depends upon your engagement at the prayer altar. You see yourself sleeping. Please help yourself. Maybe you need to slap yourself. Go and buy some coffee. You need to stay alive. You need to. When we used to write exams, we drink coffee, put our feet. Now we went to school, but prayer has helped us more than school. Prayer and talking to God. We go to school to even help us to understand spiritual. Paul was so transformed. His body, he demonstrated what we call the power of the world to come. Now, what is the power of the world to come? It is the power we are going to experience when we leave this earth. And what is that? No more tears. No more sickness. But the Bible says some people experience that power on earth. Sickness cannot bring them down. Tears cannot bring them down. Everything that, so the Bible talks about the book of Hebrews. They will experience the power of the world to come. That's in eternity, the kind of life. That's what they call heaven on earth. This year, you experience heaven on earth life. How many want to experience heaven on earth life? It's a life of abundance. It's a life of, it's a life full of favor. It's a life full of joy. Paul lived like an angel among mortal men. Prayer changes personality. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty five. He talks about the things he went through and the man was still alive. He talked, they beat him. <laughs> One time they beat him. Ah, ah, they thought he was dead. They left. The man shook back and he began to. There was so much life inside him that mortal men could not take him out of the sin. This year, no devil can take you out of the sin. Finally, finally, Jesus, the intercessor himself. <laughs> I call him prayer. Jesus is prayer. I don't know how to define him. He is the prayer. He is the intercessor. When you pray in the name of Jesus. He is the master of the universe. Question. He didn't need to pray. But why did he pray? Jesus did not need to pray. Why did he pray? And the Holy Ghost said to me. 
the most, the greatest aspect of prayer is fellowship with the Father. Fellowship with the Father. Jesus prayed because prayer is the greatest fellowship you can have with God the Father. Your closeness with God of the impossible is found on the prayer altar. You see, that's why when we pray, things that look impossible happen because it's a fellowship with the God of the impossible. Now, sometimes when you have an issue and you have a big man in a certain place, all you need is to go and see him. You go and see him, you fellowship, small, this is my problem, pa, pa, pa. don't worry, one phone call, bam, it's gone. Today, every complex problem in your life, as you are fellowshipping with the God of the impossible, the problem bows for you to have a walk away. Fellowship. Fellowship. So here, on the prayer altar, all impossibilities surrender because prayer brings you close to the God of the impossible. Jesus said, Luke 18.1 <laughs> Men ought always to pray without sin. Jesus! He was in fellowship with God. Tonight as you pray, things will change for better. The church will grow better and your life will also go up better and better. Tonight is a better night. Say better night. Everything is going to change. So welcome to 2024 first watch night where prayer transforms everything. Prayer changes everything. Give the Lord a shout of prayer. It's prayer time. You are free to walk. Walk. Is it not that you are walking we catch you in another prayer while you're talking? Thank God some people are not on the back. People are still coming. And I even wonder why all night to start at 12 and some people are still late. You can walk at the back. You can go to the top. Just that you have to be visible. So we know what is happening there. Make sure, before you see we are closing, make sure you stay alive on the prayer order. You stay alive. You need transformation. Oh, this is the place. Welcome to the transformation agenda. <laughs> Where finances will be transformed, marriages will be transformed, lives will be transformed. And there will be mega, mega, mega church group. Put your hands together. God bless you. This is just a chat. Our next teaching is prayer mobilizes angels for church growth and divine help. You see, you got to understand that. This world, they have their forces. God also has his forces. What kind of forces is the world using? Demons, fallen angels. All the problems that people are going through is as a result of fallen angels. And in every election year, more demons come to town. They are invited by the leaders. <laughs> they are invited by those who are looking for power somebody told me he works in a certain security place he said bishop I want to resign I said why? he said because it's election year the things we have already started gathering but we will not resign we are here by the power of prayer you will sail through and victory will be yours now, quickly in the next 15 minutes, the labor room of prayer is the birthplace of multitudes into the kingdom.
And if prayer can give birth to multitudes into the kingdom, it can give you more clients in your business. <laughs> Isaiah 66, 7 and 8. Have you heard such a thing before? That a woman just gave birth at once. Hmm? Before she traveled, before the pain came, she delivered of a man child. We've not heard it, but we'll hear it this year. But who has heard such a thing and who has seen such a thing? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in a day? Shall a nation be born at once? It is naturally impossible. But as soon as I travel, it brought forth. Meaning that prayer gives you speed. As soon as Zion travel. Acts 4, 31 and 32. The Bible said, Acts 4, 31 and 32. And when they had prayed, the plague was shaking. When they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, they were empowered and they speak the word of God with boldness. Look at the effect. And multitude of them came. So prayer triggers multitudes. Your business, nobody is entering that shop, my sister. Get to the prayer altar. It's a gathering place for multitudes. It works for church. It works for school. It works for everything. And listen, everybody sitting here, everything you have to do has to do with gathering of people. There is nothing. You are a lawyer, more clients. You sell something, more guys. So when we are talking about church growth, don't think that they only gather for church. You have a school. People must gather. Everything has to do with people. You are single. People must gather to marry you. Every, so, so listen, when we are raising church growth prayers, don't think you are praying for something else. Everything is created for men. So anything that can gather people, you must be interested you build a house and there are no human beings in it. The house will break down. So anything that can gather multitudes of souls can affect your business, can affect everything you do. The altar of prayer is the place for supernatural rescue. Numbers chapter 20 verse 16. Angels doesn't move. No rescue if the church sleeps. And when we cried unto the Lord, it's a very powerful scripture. When we cried unto the Lord, it means prayer. He heard our voice and sent an angel. And he brought us out, out of Egypt. People in bondage, prayer will bring them out. It's the altar of supernatural rescue. Listen to me. Whatever cannot stop the church from praying cannot stop the church from growing. Whatever cannot stop you from praying cannot stop your business from growing. So what the devil does is to stop you from praying. He attacks you at the root. Prayer and fasting is the labor word for church growth, business growth, personal growth. Acts 6, 4 and 7. But we will give ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. Seven. And the multitude. <laughs> and the word of the Lord increased. 
And the number of disciples were multiplied. Now, you see, when I quote the scripture, look at it, it's like mathematical equation. What happened before what? What happened before what? And engage. And engage. The keys are there. So anytime people pray, number multiply. Business search forth. So you cannot be a believer that trivializes the prayer altar. And this year there's going to be a lot of strange, strange watching nights. I didn't hear amen. You see, I want you to know that some people wanted to come to the honor. They overslept. Before they opened their eyes, we have come back home. One of the most painful things is planning to go for an all night and you let me sleep small. Let me sleep small. Let me sleep small. Especially if you are in the home where other people come to the same church. Before you see, go, 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 where go? we have come. But you know what has happened? You have lost your investment. You have lost investment of prayer into time. Because every time we gather, there is a special profit. Two days are not the same. Two days. You guys, oh, last Friday, whatever. Every day, the Lord does something new. Today, anyone that came, whatever is packaged for tonight, receive your portion in the name of Jesus. No two years are the same. 2024 is not 2023. You got to know that. No two days are the same. You miss a day, you may never get it again. But today, everyone that came to pray, your business, your ministry, multitudes are gathering to give you maximum effect. Even our students that come to church here are jumping from the campuses. Stop playing games with your life. And in this last day, no prophet is praying for you. You are the prophet of your own destiny. Those of you, somebody is praying for you. You don't know the topic. Oh. They may pray against you. You better pray for... You know, many years ago, I went to a restaurant and I heard some two prophets sitting in the corner. Eating jollof rice. A lady called from Canada. Man of God. He said, oh, mama. Prayer is working. Prayer is working. We are in our channel. Our channel. Send some more money to buy water. And, and whatever. I said, what? He has hired prayer contractors. They were eating in the restaurant. And they said they are on our mountains. Will you turn to somebody and say, do this thing by yourself. Nobody drinks for you. Nobody eats for you. Nobody goes to toilet for you. And so no one will do your prayer business. And listen, what makes it even more serious? Your prayer life, which is your fellowship with God, is the most important thing in life. You can't delegate it to anybody. So you watch Jesus' ministry. After working miracles, he will leave the disciples behind and go to the mountain. Apart from all the benefits we give, the most important thing is fellowship with God. 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 Who you fellowship with determine who follows you. Fellowship with God. You cannot, I cannot fellowship with Pastor Davis on behalf of somebody. Will you borrow somebody, your wife, for fellowship? Why are you transmitting the ministry of prayer? Which is more beneficial than sex to somebody to do for you? You'll be playing games with your life. Lucy, I can't come for the honor. Go and pray for me. 
When the results begin, you will know why we prayed. 2024. Say, so I will do it myself. When we announce a prayer, stop saying whatever, whatever. You see, that's why some pastors were asking me, Bishop, when is our prayer meeting start at 12? 12 midnight came. You come late. Means that lateness is your destiny. You don't, he didn't come. You don't want to come. 12 midnight, only witches are busy. Are you a witch? There are two people who are busy from 12 midnight, prostitutes and witches. Are you one of them to tell me that the what night that begins at 12 midnight, you are busy? You don't know what you are missing. When I visit my old man, the one night, eh? it starts at 10, seven solid hours. Boom! Stand up, wake up, stand up, wake up, stand up, wake up. <laughs> and the old man will bring four messages. We are training. Today, angels will move on your behalf. So, prayer is the only spiritual program that can marshal all the forces of the spirit into action to bring about church growth. The Holy Ghost is engaged by prayer. What force of the spirit is not precipitated by prayer? There are many forces that work together for every heavenly agenda to be fulfilled. One of such major force is the activity of reaper angels. Everybody say reaper angels. Lift your hand and say reaper angels. Now, these are special angels. They minister amongst people. But their number one job is to gather people. Is to gather. Is to gather. Is to gather. So what does prayer do? Prayer mobilizes angels. These reaper angels are mobilized when we pray, especially for church growth. Without the involvement of prayer, reaper angels, no church grows. So now, let's pick some of the activities of angels when prayer goes up. Prayer moves angels into the harvest field to gather souls for salvation. Matthew 13. 30 and 39. Let's read it too. Very simple. And it said, let them both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together the first tears and bind them in bundles to bend them. But gather the wheat into the barns. Now verse 39 says, and the enemy that sow them is the devil. And the harvest is the end of it. And the reapers are the angels. No church can grow without the involvement of angels. Your business will not work without the involvement of angels. The same way demons are destroying businesses. So angels, will, this year, every business will have explosive results. Explosive results. Explosive results. My God. So, they mobilize. They are responsible for gathering of more details. An angel is bringing a husband to somebody. An angel is bringing a wife to somebody. An angel is bringing a breakthrough door to somebody. Number two, prayer moves angels to remove barriers and hindrances. Why are people not moving forward? 
spiritual barriers. Papa Oedipo calls them invincible barriers. You can't see them and yet you are not moving. You can't see them and yet you are not moving. But when we pray, these angelic forces come down. Hebrews 1.14, Amplify Classic. Hebrews 1.14, Amplify Classic. He said, are they not all ministering spirit? Servants, sent out into the service of God for the assistance, look at it, for the assistance of those who are inheritors of salvation. So there are angels to assist you. Let's be honest, I'm not alone. Say, so this year is going to be good. It's going to be good. But listen, they don't just assist. You pray them into service. You stir them into service. These are ministry spirits. Mega. But many Christians are without assistance. Why? They will not pray. My God. In Acts chapter 12. In Acts chapter 12. Peter was arrested. Kept in prison. A hindrance. The Bible said in verse 5. And the church prayed without season. Oh, emergency. Suddenly an angel came down. Went into the prison. Opened the door. Broke the doors. Broke the chains. And he said, go out. And go tell them all the words of this life. The thing that wanted to be a barrier to Peter's destiny was suddenly removed because prayer went up and angels were mobilized. This year, I don't care what has been stopping you. 2021, 2023, 2020. Today be today, today, today. I command that barrier to be removed by angelic assistance. Somebody shout, barrier remove. Scream, barrier remove. Marital barrier remove. Church globe barrier remove. Financial barrier remove. And you see, you need to understand these things. They don't just work because we are praying. What I'm telling you tonight is that one of the things that happen when we pray is that angels are mobilized to go ahead and they remove barriers and they remove barriers. By the end of this month, you will testify. So, when you sit down lazy, lazy, I don't have time to pray. I'm taking care of that. I'm taking care of You don't know what you are missing. Both you and what you are taking care of, you won't go anywhere. But when prayer is engaged, and look at it, the same place, 20 to 24, Herod, who became a major hindrance to the growth of the church, an angel went and gave him a knock. Boom! The man turned into worms and died. And the Bible said, and the church grew. Now look at it. Let's go to 22 quickly. And the people gave a shout saying, it is the voice of God and not of a man. Then immediately, the angel of the Lord. Now when you read it from the Amplified class, you will see what happened. Now listen to me. Today as we are sitting here, there are people who have pressed their leg on the floor. And they are saying, this man is not going anywhere. Today the leg will be broken. Are, they, are you sleeping? I said, today the leg will be broken. And at once, because of the prayer, the angel of the Lord smote him and cut him down. Because he did not give glory to God. And the preeminence and the killing majesty that belonged to him as a supreme ruler. And he was eaten by worms and he died. Everyone who have become a hindrance to your breakthrough, to the church growth, to your personal life, may they turn into Gogomi and die. My God! 
Now look at the effect. As soon as the hindrance was removed, 24, but the word of the Lord concerning the attainment through Christ of salvation in the kingdom will continue to grow and spread. Why are businesses not growing? Herod is there. Why is this girl not married? There is a Herod. Why is this family not traveling? There is a Herod. Tonight, every Herod sitting on the road to your destiny, I declare them dead and dead and dead. Your amen is what is confirming this in my friend. Listen, you go to Baboide Poster, he never lay hands on anybody. Prophetic declaration. The people have been taught. When you say amen, you say, Lord, confirm it in my personal life. So when we make a declare, don't sit down and watch. I said every herald who has become a hindrance to your family, to your finances, the herald goes down for you today. By the involvement of angels. If demons can block your access, angels can open your access. This year many people will travel abroad. Who did he say me to that? Yeah. Every local champion here, you go and see and you will come back. Yeah. There's a gentleman, he said, Papa, after the whole night, I'm going to airport. My plane takes off at 9, 9 a.m. Yeah. Some of you, when you get to Takrade, Takrade station, the mate will come, Madam, come, the car is here. But when you get to the embassy, they close the door against you. Local witches stopping you from traveling international. If I be a man of God, everyone who must travel for education, for business, for holidays, and you have been stopped by demons and principality, I command that herald to die on this altar this year. My God. How many have prayed tonight? I see your angels moving. Tell your neighbor, I see your angels moving. Prayer mobilizes angels. Most of the time, those who sit in the car with me, when I, will, when I sit in there, I will speak in talk. From here to Kumasi, I can be, because I understand the game. Angels mobilizing them. Recently, one Sunday morning, I wasn't there. Then my nephew, he went to my room. I don't know what he went there to look for. He said, as I entered, I saw this huge angel. I became a statue for 10 solid minutes. I didn't know there are angels in your room. This year, your angel will show up to some wicked people. God will let some wicked people know there is an angel in your school. There is an angel in your office. There is an angel in your car. When your car is coming, the angel will be in front of that car. And he will clear every barrier. And he will clear every barrier. Number three. We are looking at only four points. I'm in three now. Prayer moves angels to give direction to the place of your destiny. You know, most of the time, people are confused. They don't know what to do. The angels go ahead of you. And they give direction to the place of your destiny, blessings and breakthrough. Why? He led Cornelius to Joppa. The Bible said in Acts chapter number 10, 1 to 4, at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, Cornelius was praying. And whilst he was praying, an angel showed up and he said, Cornelius, God has answered your prayer. 
Send men to Joba. He gave him accurate GPRS location. Send men to Joba. At the riverside. At the house of the shoemaker. Peter is there. Go send him. Come preach to you the words. Whereby you and your family will be saved. Who told you God doesn't know where your next contract is? God doesn't know where your husband is? God doesn't know where your breakthrough is? One of the things of my prayer card, Father, show me the next thing to do for explosive church growth. My friend Paul Lenetje said one day, he prayed, 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 he was sitting in the plane. And he said, Lord, show me the next thing to do. Suddenly, when you return back, organize five services of grace. He said, Lord, five what? The service... Second service ground, nobody is organized five services of grace. My God. He came to everybody, print flyer. Pa, 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 pa. That Sunday, five services, everyone was full. God, you see the way you struggle, sister? One direction of destiny from God. Tonight, because you are praying, that angel will appear in your dream tonight. He will give you direction to destiny. Somebody say direction to destiny. Look at it. Accurate direction. He is lodging with one Simon and Tenor, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell you what you need to do. Angels. Put it in Amplified Classic. There are things in the Bible. Let's go to three. What he was praying. He said, about the ninth hour, 3 p.m., the day he saw in a vision the angel of God entering and saying. Now, the verse 2 tells us that Cornelius prayed continuously. Continuously. Eh? And he prayed continually to God. And as a result of that prayer, an angel appeared at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And he gave him specific direction. My God! One of my sons of the prophets, he met a young guy who has got him broken heart. He was almost dying. The guy has died. He said, young man, the angel says, I should tell you, stop crying. You will meet a lady in three days' time. He is your wife. They celebrated that wedding this year. My eyes, Ghani, Ghani, Ghani. Look at them, you are struggling, cooking your love, cooking uh, this, uh, whatever. Even right now, as I'm talking, there is chocolate in your bag. Abba! Giving it to wrong people. My wife tells me many years ago, he met a, a, the guy is my friend, but my wife didn't know. He said that you are, you are going to marry a man of God. Where she was and that prophecy did not synchronize but it was the plan of God. It came to pass. Today, no more waste of time. By this prayer, an angel will give you accurate direction. An angel will give you accurate direction. He appeared. So listen, I'm trying to explain to you so that when we are praying, you know what we are doing. Prayer without understanding is a waste of time. Yes. In a vision, verse 4, follow me, follow me, follow me here. One more point. And he gazing intently at him, became frightened and said, what is it, Lord? And the angel said unto him, your prayers and your generous gift to the poor come up as a sacrifice to God and have been remembered by him. Next verse. And now, the angel is giving direction. Send men to Joppa and have them call for and invite a certain Simon. The man didn't know, but the angel knew. Whose surname is Peter? He is lodging accurate GPS. He, look at those days. What are we talking about? 
Over 3,000 years ago, now you, you say you have goggle. What goggle? Holy Ghost is a better goggle than your goggle. The Holy Ghost. Is a, before all these computer things came, my God. Holy Ghost have been goggling around. He's lodging with the Simon and Tenor. Who houses by the seaside? Woo! <laughs> when the angel spoke, had left, Cornelius called two servants and he said, go to that place. Why are we wasting time? People say they are busy. Busy for nonsense. Busy to pray. That is busy for nonsense. Try here. Hit your head here. Hit your head here. Because the devil told you, hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work without direction is useless work. And yet there are angels who are waiting for mobilization. No one's prayer will be wasted today. Between today and Sunday, a major direction, a major direction of blessing, a major direction of destiny will attend to you. Somebody say, I receive it. And these are all mobilized by prayers, by prayers, by prayers, by prayers, by prayers. Finally, prayer mobilizes angels to fight our enemies. So we can enjoy supernatural victory. And if you are in Africa, you don't understand enemy, go find a dictionary. Second Chronicles 32, 20 and 21. We close here. <laughs> My friend. Second Chronicles. For this cause, Hezekiah the king and the prophet Isaiah and the son of Amos pray. Prophets were praying. They prayed and cried to God. Listen, when you come to church here, bring pen and paper. I've seen that some of you are not writing anything. It is a risk. You need to know the scriptures. Let me stop here and address you. Ah, we went for prayer meeting. Pastor, let us pray. No, we won't pray. We pray here the word. There are two things. That build champions. Quality food and quality exercise. Prayer is the exercise. The word is the food. Be careful. Be careful. Just let her pray. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lazy prayer. The prayer has no direction. The, as he prayer, doesn't even know what. But now I'm explaining to you that every prayer you are, this is what to expect. You don't come here again without paper. Write the scriptures. You go home. You find out what did the pastor say. I learn scriptures through people preaching. When I read the Bible, I read it, but I can't catch points like when somebody is quoting them, wham, 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 wham. We are showing you the tricks. How can you stay in the whole night for four hours? No, no pen. Forgive. They prayed and cried to heaven. Next verse. The Lord sent an angel. Tell your friend, the Lord sent an angel. Wake up and tell five people God will send you an angel tonight. What? An angel is on the way to your village, to your office, prophesy to somebody. God has sent an angel. The Lord sent an angel. Hey, hey. What did he do? We cut off all the mighty men of Valois. All the juju men in your village, the angel will chop them off. Cut off all the mighty men of Valois. And all the leaders. And the captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. So he returned with shame 
to his own land. And when he was coming to the house of his God, they that came forth out of his own bowels slew him. His own children gathered and killed him. This year, 2024, anyone that touches you and touch a family, a family trouble, God will send an angel tonight. Everyone that came to this prayer meeting, I see a warhead going to the camp of your enemies. God will send an angel. He will fire them. He will move them. He will finish them. And they will destroy themselves. And they will kill themselves. Receive supernatural victory. Receive supernatural victory. Receive supernatural victory. And when it happens, the church will experience church growth. Because any church that is not being resisted will grow. If you are not being racist, then you grow. But engage through prayer. Tonight, as we pray, there will be massive angelic activity. My God. Bringing help in many areas. This church will grow. They will bring healing. They will bring breakthrough. They will bring open doors. Finally, on your way going home today, you will meet an angel. Tomorrow, an angel will visit you. An angel will enter into your Momo account. Let me tell you too, most of the money that comes on my Momo, it has no address. You know, there's some people, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they're normal. Ghana, normal life. It be cool because more normal. They don't think about you. Who? breakthrough is coming, they are blocking it. If you don't pay, we won't let you. How many people have returned breakthrough for the nation because leaders sitting at the gate have become bribe collectors. I met the lady in Canada. He said, man of God, last year I brought 240 feet container of hospital distance to Africa, but I'm not bringing, he, he said Ghana, he said, but I'm not bringing anyone again. I said, madam, you are a Ghanaian, why are you talking like that? He said, the things that I brought that they should share to the hospital people, the administrators of the hospital sold them. People sitting at the gate, wickedness. You better pray. But this year, whether they are wicked or they are not wicked, for you personally, the angels will clear off every barrier of your life. I say you will meet an angel. This year, wherever you go, angelic assistance, angelic help. You know, today I was listening to a testimony of a guy who went to see a man of God. And when he got there, he didn't go through, there are a lot of people coming, so he didn't go through the normal order. So when he got there, they said, ah, why didn't you register before coming? There is a hotel here, please. Can you go? Because more than 20,000 people are coming. You didn't register, you didn't do anything. How will you be able to join the prayer line? So he said, suddenly, he entered into this hotel and he met two men. The people said, who? Oh, you came from where? He mentioned. They said, don't worry. They went and paid the hotel bill for him. And they put him in a room. Listen to this, how angels help people. So in the evening, these two people came and they said, let us pray. The tomorrow service is 4 a.m. We will come and wake you up. And he said, what's surprising? That when the people gathered to pray, the people never prayed for themselves. They were praying for him. They said, Lord, tomorrow, as we go for the meeting, let this man be touched. Every, ah. So he was saying, ah, these people, we have all come to look for breakthrough. Why are they making me the center of the prayer? Then they took him to a restaurant to eat. 
They bought food for him. He was eating. They two were not eating. He said, sir, you brought me here. I've traveled from Ghana to this country. They say, you eat. We, we don't need to eat. The people never ate. He said, the next day they came to knock him. Quack, 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 quack. Took him to the church. While the service was going on, they were sitting at his back. Father, touch this man. Where are these people from? And then, during the prayer time, man of God came, lay hands on him. All the demons came out of his life. And then, the people brought him back to the hotel. The next day, they wake up. They say, we know you don't have money to go back to Ghana. Take glory for when you get to Tema runabout. Use it to go to your house. They sat in the bus with him until they got to Tema. Listen. Listen. And when they got to Tema, they said, we are alighting here to go and check something. Let's exchange phone numbers so that you can call us. So that all the money we have spent on you, when God breaks you through, you send it back to us. They were two. So he took both phone numbers. And then, you know, when you take somebody, you test the number. Flash. He flashed this one, flash this one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then on that, he came back and he tells us, hey, some two people that went to meet. They paid my hotel bill. They did this. They did it. And the woman said, give me the number. Make I call and thank them. The woman called the number. The number you are calling does not exist. Ah. So he asked the husband. He said, ah, are you sure you call it? He said, it's not that I collected the number. I flashed them. And he said, okay. Since the number is not going, let's wait. They are the one that I'm owing. They will call me. He said in three days time, he had a call from Australia. A breakthrough call. As for the people up to today, he didn't see them. Well, we are telling you. About, you see, the modern day church is not conscious about all this. But because you heard this preaching, I decree and I declare in the name of Jesus, wherever you need help, angels are bringing help. I say angels are bringing help. You will sit in the exam one and an angel will whisper into your ears. You are going for interview, angels will whisper into your ears. This year, it's a year of angelic help. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Lift your hands and thank Him. Oh, we will experience breakthrough. Church growth. Angels will mobilize. Lift your hand and say, Lord, send your angels to grow our church. Send your angels for my personal help. Pray for five minutes. Pray. Oh, Jesus, Lord. This is why we have got it. Angelic help. Angelic help. Oh, they are descending, my God. Angels are sending. Angels are sending. Lift your hands. Father, send me angelic help. You said when we pray, we receive the help of angels. <laughs> when we pray, mention the areas you couldn't go and tell the Lord, send an angel. I need money in emergency. Send an angel. Send an angel. Lord, send a river angel. To bring souls into this church. Let the angels gather souls into every age church. This year, let it be a year of growth. Angelica.
for us to see your presence. This ain't no more over. Lifted, lifted, oh my Lord. I used to go to the American embassy from my school days. They bounce me, bounce me, bounce me, bounce me. I became a bouncer. But when we started the 14 days in the tent, I said, This time I'll go. I won't change my password. I'll go. I got there. They dropped me and they said that they'll come for me after some hours. There were 150 people there. I'm 151. When I entered, the security man called me. I didn't greet him. I don't know anybody. He said, come. Sit here. I said, sir, have I offended you? If I delay, the line is, because every few seconds people are coming. I said, sit there. Five minutes later, I stood up. I said, sir, what have I done to you? He says, sit down. The line has now reached 200. So, I went to the counter again. He said, I don't want you to join the line. That's what I told him. I don't want you to join the line. Hey! City, I will let you go inside. Angels are real. So, the man, this time I was, I was on fire. My God! The man, he said, join the, join the inside line. When I joined, I was number three. <laughs> Life. The person that dropped me has not even gotten back home. There was this bouncing consular. Bouncing everybody. He bounced a woman. The woman started speaking to and crying in the embassy. After the woman left, it was my turn. My body began to shake. My God. I stood up. The man looked at me. Ah. Where do you travel last time? What did you go to do? I said, he said, tell me some story. Before I could open my mouth, say, go home, your visa has been approved. Fifty-one questions. You question. This paper looks very old. Is it new? Or this open complexness, you get one. Apostle, I'm now going now. I called the person that broke me and said, Come for me. Say, ah, why? Do you need a document? I said, No, I finished my verse. I don't need a document. I get to the man and say, Sir, give me your phone number. I would like to send you something. Please don't send me anything. You don't need my phone number. Just go.
this year this type of miracle will happen to somebody somebody looking for a job somebody looking for what it will happen how many are catching this type of angelic miracle now angels are around oh. lift your hands and thank him when you pray <laughs> some of you you will sit in a uber for free tonight tonight on a free uber you are going three people here will find money on the floor on your way home today today you'll find big money some of them falling on the floor dropped by an angel it will be a jechini power them I don't believe in miracles, whatever, whatever, what you are talking about. Thank him for answered prayer. Father, thank you. I release healing into your body. Breakthrough into your body. Somebody came to the all night from perching in somebody's room. By Sunday, you have your own apartment. Somebody has been waiting for a document, a letter for a very long time. The Lord says, I should tell you, the letters are released. Before you wake up from sleep today, the letter will be in your email. Take it in the name of Jesus. Oh, clap your hands for the Lord. What a watch tonight. Take your seat, take your seat, take your seat. Somebody came to church the other day. He has no money. When I say offering, he opened his Bible, not to take money, to read, because there was no offering. He opened the Bible, money, money is inside. A lot of things have happened here, but we don't have time to share them. Leave this seed. May this seed be multiplied before Sunday for you. And let it bring 30 times, 60 times, and a hundredfold returns. Somebody shout, Amen. Seed sowing is powerful. A pastor friend of mine, I was talking to him one Friday. So I want some tailor to sew some dress for you. That was the white dress I was wearing during International Sunday. Ha! He called me last week. He said, man of God, you are a feta grand. I said, who is feta? Yes, I gave you that white dress. Two people came to me. $10,000. $10,000. Easter, I'm bringing you another white. <laughs> May your seed bring you returns. Very. This altar is a speaking altar. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Drop your offering quickly. Drop your offering. Those of you who have never received dollar before, this year you are receiving your dollar in January. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Remember, the last Sunday of January is our mantle service. Last Sunday, I think it's 28 January. And then the first Sunday of February is first fruit Sunday. So get yourself prepared. Give your seed. As soon as we close, go straight home sleep because angels are going to appear in your dream tonight in the mighty name of jesus oh my lord if you ushers can you run run quickly run quickly run quickly yes yes you have sown into a fertile ground Oh, 
There is a breakthrough coming. Angels are moving. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Time you hear we are going to have honor, you have to intentionally sleep. So I told my guys because me, I came here in the morning. I said, seven o'clock, everybody by force go and sleep. So you can be alive because prayer too is work. So there are days in your life. I'm going to sleep so I can wake up in the night and pray. Yes, it's important. Father, we bless this offerings take it. You are here tonight, you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus. Somebody invited you, you used to go to church, you are bustling, you fall into any of this category. Jesus is here to save you. Lift your hands wherever you are. You want to be born again tonight. What about if you go to sleep and Jesus comes? You want to be born again tonight. Pastor, I'm not born again. I used to be born again, I'm bustling. My prayer life has gone down, everything is gone down. If you are here like that, shoot your hands up. And let God have mercy on you. Let God show you mercy. So everybody sitting here is a born again Holy Ghost baptized believer. Oh my God, clap your hands for the Lord. Now remember, you are owing God minimum 12 souls for this year. So make sure that January you present your first soul. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kojo Boatendempa. Or you can join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kojo Boatendempa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.